Oh shit, are we live? <laughs> we are here. Alrighty. This is the most hated podcast. This is the most hated crew. I'm Mikey Prim. I'm Octavio Mateo, and we're here with our producer and editor. Yo, it's your boy Aaron Wells. Alright, and um this Oct- is episode one. Uh let's just start off a little bit last night. How was that? How was your night, Mike? Long, man. Long. You look like shit. How was your night? <laughs> yeah, tiresome. It was long. Wasn't in bed till like four. We didn't get back till three thirty. Bro, I didn't get back to my house till like four. Yeah, I didn't get to bed till like four because I like ripped a bowl and then spinning a bit. So I had to recover from the spinning. Uh yeah. Went out last night. It was pretty good though. I would say the energy felt good because I went out Thursday. Thursday was kind of shitty. It was kind of shitty. Was it? Yeah. The energy wasn't there. Uh, we went to... What ails you, baby? Yeah, yeah, ails, but no, it was Rasputin's. I went with Brad, and that was even, like, dead. There was no cover charge, but it was Red Square that was popping on Speedies Thursday. is open on a Thursday? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. It, it, but late. It didn't open till like, it was... We were there at 11, 11, and it was still closed, so... I don't know what that was about. Um... How much did you drink last night? What were you drinking last night? Oh, brouhaha, baby. But, uh, <laughs> a couple tequila shots, too. Uh, I try to stay away from it, but, you know. No, you try to stay away from the whiskey. The whiskey's what uh, gets you. Oh, no, That's the devil's drink. It is. Jack Daniels. It's um, Never. It, it's an anger drink. It brings the worst out of people, I think. Makes me just want to do stuff. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of stuff, Aaron? Hey, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy shit. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> a lot of cops were out last night. What happened? We saw some motherfucker slumped. Talk about that, Mike, because you saw that up close. Oh, shit. All right, so we're at Sputies, and uh, we're walking out, and uh, I thought some kid had, like, not like a heat stroke, but I thought he passed out because it was hot as fuck in there. Did you find out what happened? Yeah, I did. So what happened was apparently the kid was, like, talking shit, like, him and his boys were talking shit to this other, like, you know, group of homies, and uh kid got slumped. <laughs> Kid was on the ground, out, non-responsive. Uh, yeah, I saw that and like left the bar, and uh, like three kids were cuffed outside, being questioned by cops. I was yeah, like, I saw that, and I knew one of them because they were my ex-boss's brother. So I like knew, um, I knew the kid. I I, I didn't just like know him because of his brother, but I actually knew him. And yeah, that was that was fucked up, dude. That was just kind of annoying how many cops were out there, and they. I swear, half of them are on power trips or just, I don't know, overly aggressive. I notice that for no reason. Just overly aggressive with people. And, like, people have to watch. We shouldn't have to spectate that shit. It's like, I should just believe and trust. But we cannot. Um, Today's going to be a Baker episode, and I just want to get into it. Baker Mayfield's a thug. He's Stone Cold Steve Austin, that fucking beer at the Indians game. That was dope. How hype were you, Mike? I was pretty hyped. Uh... <laughs> course you were it's just a ballsy thing to not even ballsy it's just like no it is ballsy you could cut your he didn't give a shit what you guys have saying the browns quarterback is a ball tugging beer chugging thug i love dude is killing it someone needs to quote that put it on a (laughs) t-shirt ball tugging beer chugging thugging he's a thug he dances like a thug too in the circle that's when i became a fan of baker mayfield when i saw him breaking that shit down whoa when he was a sooner when he was a Sooner. I'm pretty sure. Didn't he, uh, isn't he a walk-on? Uh, he was 
I Texas, he, or he was at Texas A&M before that, but I, did he yeah. walk on there? Uh, no, I think he transferred, but he might have been a walk on at Texas A&M. Okay. Yeah. Um, I know he transferred. Uh, the last th- two quarterbacks from Oklahoma have been really good, and Jalen Hurts is actually, he transferred from Alabama so he could start again, and he's going to be at Oklahoma, so I'm pretty stoked for the college. He's more stoked for NFL and fantasy, though. Very stoked with that. Uh, Speaking of Baker, he's an upcoming star, is he not? Like, if you had a list, he's Baker's def- on there. definitely an upcoming star. I think he's uh, a very talented young QB. Uh, as you can tell, Browns fucking sucked these last few years. Last but, few, uh, or finally started to turn it around once they had uh, Baker under helm. So, like, I can see them doing something this year with the uh, additions of like Odell and uh, Kareem Hunt once he's out. Uh, once Off he's done that suspension, list, yeah. yeah. Do you like the additions of Odell? Did, did you like that? Uh, I think Odell's a big bitch, to be honest. He's a big baby. Like, that's not debatable. Pretty, pretty sure I said big bitch. But, uh, <laughs> He's a big bitch. He's a big bitch. Dude, New York was, you know, where he started, you know, where he got his fame. Uh, the he, catch. He was eating. Him and Saquon, I think, could have done something there. But uh, I don't know. Like... Hopefully he can do something in Cleveland. We'll see. Talent-wise, he's a great fit for Cleveland because he's a great wide receiver. But you could have probably not picked a worse place to put that personality. I mean, he's Cleveland. All these, all these young, immature kids who are trying to figure out how to play in the NFL, and he just dropped a time bomb <laughs> in the middle of them. The dude's going to go off because he didn't get any catches in a game, and it's going to bring everyone down. That's, yeah. that's my fear. And I, I agree. I think there will be games where he won't be targeted that heavy because Baker's just... He's he's a competent quarterback. He knows like, oh, Odell's not open. Like he knows Odell's a fucking god at catching balls, but still, he's no Megatron. You see him double team, triple teamed. You're gonna look at um Ninjoku or Landry or uh who's uh Callaway. Callaway is good. Upcoming, he didn't have a bad fantasy year actually. He's also suspended for four games now. Oh, there we but. go. <laughs> there, there's just a lot of mouths to feed on that team. That's uh Definitely the true. big thing. If uh, Odell can you know finally man up and take that step back. And uh, allow you know other teammates to uh, you know get you know receptions and such without throwing a fit. Then I think Cleveland's a good fit for him. I definitely think that team can do something this year. Speaking of guys throwing fits, Antonio Brown says he won't play again if he doesn't because of his helmet. Yeah, that's that such crazy. garbage. Now I that makes me like wait is he threatening to retire? Yes, like not play again. Yeah, and the Raiders could lose a draft pick if they let him wear his old helmet. So he's basically saying it's me or a draft pick. And I heard the reason why is because he can't see the ball as well. It's affecting his catching. Um, I haven't heard any other receivers bring that up once. Like, what's going on? Why, why is it him? It's kind of like LeBron with the fucking sleeves in the NBA, and he, like, ripped the sleeves because he was, he was affecting my shooting. Dude, you say you're the best basketball player of all time, and you can't uh, ball in short sleeves? Okay. <laughs> it's it's the stardom, dude. Like you think about like these players doing dumb shit because you know they can't have their way. Chris Sale, for example, when that he was, was playing crazy. when he was playing on the White Sox, didn't like the uniforms, and you know he's the ace of the team, so he cut it up. <laughs> yeah, that was and like he had scissors. He literally cut up his fucking jersey because he thought it was ugly, dude. It, this isn't like a fashion show. No one cares what you're wearing. Like play the game. You get. You're getting paid millions to throw the baseball. Millions. Just get out there and pitch. Hey, bro, oh. I think a custom face mask costs like 100 bucks. You're a millionaire. Go buy one. Exactly. 
Can they do that? Like Justin Tuck, you, what, what's up with that? Like, can you still have a tuck mask? They have rules on what custom masks you can wear, but I think one that's more open than the normal mask is probably okay. Okay. So they just he, don't want stuff you can get your fingers caught in. Yeah, and that's why Tuck said he had that type of mask because Justin Tuck. Because uh, linemen was, were able to get their fingers in his face mask and like just yank his neck, and that's that's going to cause whiplash, and that's just bad. Yeah. So I definitely get his uh, point of view, and I definitely th- the, the mask is badass and intimidating. I miss Justin Tuck. I, why aren't people wearing that mask anymore? Like I used to see Darnell Dawkins rock that shit. Oh, you know who looked great in it too was uh, Ray Allen or Ray uh, Ray, Lewis? Ray Lewis. Oh my God, Thug with the freaking arm sleeve Woo! too. He was a killer. That he man. literally was a killer, though. He did get. Did he not get charged? He got charged. He got acquitted. But you know, <laughs> good lawyers, baby. Yeah. Yep. Him and OJ. No, it was nothing like that. But uh, <laughs> the good, great lawyers with OJ. Great lawyers. I have a question for you guys. For both of you, who would win in a fight between Khalil Mack, who is literally? I love that he's on the Bears because he literally is a fucking bear. And then um, Aaron Darnold, who is. God's gift to Earth for all football fans. Like, who would win in a phys- in a bar fight? Like a physical, uh, full brawl, bare knuckle. Uh, I'm gonna have to give that one to Khalil Mack. Really? Why? Is it his height, his weight, or I mean, he's fast. They're both fast, though. That's the hard thing. They're both quick. That man sunned the Packers week two. No, and week, after week our, one. Was that week it one? Was week, it was the opening week, dude. He was literally like, all right, first game. Oh, butterflies. Psych. Fuck that shit. It wasn't even Rodgers. It was Kaiser, really. Like, Kaiser calls him daddy when he sees him. He has to. He has to. He has to. That was terrible. Oh, my God. I'm going to give it to a Cleo Mack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aaron? I mean, Khalil Mack's tough, but I have to go to Aaron Donald because they have about the same reach. Donald's got 30 pounds on him, and he might be faster. Yeah, 28-pound difference. Uh uh, Donald's 280, Khalil Max 252. It's both muscle. My only question is head movement for Donald because he has no neck. Like, how do you uh, bob and weave? That's true. How it's can all he- in the feet. He's moving with his feet. That's true. That's what I was saying, too. But his head's on a swivel. It's like you could put one on. It. You could put the hardest punch you've ever thrown on his chin. His neck ain't moving. No, no, it's not snapping back or anything that his neck. I, I've seen pictures. His neck has muscles, like yeah. legit muscles. That's oh, fucked. my God. That's fucked. That's when you know you're big. <laughs> yeah. They're both so jacked. I think whoever lands the first combo is winning. Probably. Probably. That, that, that would make sense. That would totally make sense. And since we're talking about fighting, let's get into a little bit of boxing. You want to talk about uh, Tyson Fury and Wilder, uh, Ruiz, and Joshua? Uh, let's talk about... Ruiz and Joshua, they just announced that they're fighting on December 7th uh, in Saudi Arabia. Uh, calling it the, uh, I think it's the Battle on the Dunes. Do you know why they're doing that? Because I don't hear of fights. It's usually like England, America, yeah, Russia I'd ass- even. I'd assume they'd uh, fight in Mexico, like Ruiz's you know, home country. A lot well, of those fights, I know, are sponsored by, you know, philanthropists or people oh, with a lot okay. of money and you know saudi princes saudi makes sense yeah. that's how soccer is like almost every single um excuse me uh soccer uh team their sponsorships are like qatar airlines or MRAX and yeah it's a lot of uh oil too from like saudi princes goes into or oil money goes into soccer teams and like that's just 
that's a hobby for them. They buy a soccer team and they're like, okay, I'm going to dump a shitload of money into yeah. it. Like a PSG. That's how they got Neymar and everyone because some Saudi prince was like, I'm going to buy this team, dump a shitload of money in, and we're still not going to win the Champions League. So that's sad, but... um. I know yeah. there are rich Arab Emirates officials or some. I think it's Arab Emirates who were like paying boxers to fight on their yachts and stuff. <laughs> they, wait, wait, what? Yeah, like on their yachts. That's like, um, what's that movie? Uh, Django Unchained. Did you ever see that scene, Mike? I've never seen that movie. Do have you seen it, Aaron? Yeah. Do you remember the Mandingo fights? Yeah. Uh, that was that was a fucked up scene. Like that's like kind of like that though. That whole movie was fucked up. A great movie. It is tells. I mean, you can learn a lot from it. But yeah. Uh, but back to the fight. You like Ruiz, Mike? You think he's a? I think he's a dog. You love him though, because he, he. I mean, how could you not? Dude, I love Ruiz. Uh, I'm not gonna even say nobody. He had. He was 32 and one before going into that Anthony Joshua fight. But um, like. He was the underdog. No one gave him even a shot just because, you know, they saw his physique and how he was like, you know, I want to say a good four, five, six inches shorter than Anthony Joshua. And uh, he was fat. You know, people saw him. He was like, yo, that's a fat guy. And uh, yeah, people kind of counted him out. And then as soon as he got into the ring, dropped the, you know, world heavyweight champion four times. Who's like chiseled. Literally, if you were to cast... Someone to play, um, like the like that's what I always hear from everyone. If you were to cast someone like play a boxer, it'd be Anthony. You'd want him to look like Anthony Joshua, dude. He looks like he was made in a fucking lab. Some Stranger Things bullshit, bro. Wait, is that the premise of Stranger Things? She was made in a lab? Nah, not really. But uh, (laughs) (laughs) I've never seen. They do deal with. uh, They do deal with uh, how you know they get like powers and shit from the lab. Okay. uh, Crazy shit, man. Crazy shit. I'm super excited to see this fight. I'm definitely going to, you know, get my subscription to uh, Zone. Definitely. DAZN is... Um, unofficial sponsor unofficial of the sponsor. most hated podcast. You want to catch, you know, some dope-ass fights? Get DAZN. It's actually like... I, de- I don't still know the price or whatever, but it sounds like a fucking steal because I know back in the day, you pay for one pay-per-view fight... It's like 60 bucks, and if it was a Tyson fight, <laughs> it was over in like a minute. You're watching literally 30 seconds of a fight if you're paying for a Tyson fight. Yeah. Tyson is, um, oh, my God. I, I love him. He's still my uh, wallpaper on my phone. To me, he's – wait, can I just quickly ask, who do you think is the scariest fighter of all time? Of or all like, time? Or, okay, let's put it this way. If you had to be punched by one person – fighter like who would that fighter not be uh if i did not get hit by one fighter it's probably gonna be deontay wilder i know it's tough (laughs) that's a good one i know it's tough like a lot of people would be like what the fuck you talking about mikey mike tyson was a fucking you know world heavyweight champion at 20 years old dude deontay wilder is like 42 and 0 with 41 fucking knockouts are you kidding me that is scary numbers that's scary not i think it's like 95 plus percent knockout like that's stupid i do not want to get hit by that man a lot of uh early round knockouts too like tyson and that was like one of the big stigmas about tyson was like you go in there you're not you're you're probably not gonna make it past the first dude his latest (laughs) fight against uh brazil or whatever the fuck his name was first round knockout boom boom done freak stupid 
No, I do. I like Wilder, but I do love Fury. Dude, Wilder's also the man that says boxing is one of the only sports in which you can yep. kill a man and get away with it and get paid. And he wants to exercise that right. That is the fucking. That is psychotic, bro. He's been saying he wants to. He wants to kill a man in the ring. He's been saying that for a while now. Yeah, which is thug. He is a thug, but damn, yeah. that's yeah. scary. That's some savage shit. Would that deter you to like take a fight with him? Like, and it's a world title or it's a it's a title fight. So if like let's say you're a good boxer, but you hear Wilder say that, and you already know he has that ability. And they're like, yeah, we're matching up with Wilder. You want to do that? What, would you say yes for a title fight? That's mm. money in the bag right there. It's and a. It's it, kind of like Joshua Ruiz. Ruiz is probably like, yeah, give me that shit. It's a tough one. Uh, there's, uh, yeah, like you said, going for the title, but being able to uh, maybe be the first, you know, guy to beat Wilder would also be, you know, a reason I'd want to take the fight. But uh, then again, I'd never take that fight. <laughs> yeah, no. You almost have to pretend you're an actual boxer because most boxers, to get to where they are, have to have the mentality that they're not killable and they're not beatable. But if you're an average Joe and he says, I'll kill you, like, he's going to do it and he you will. know it. <laughs> it's wilder. He's uh, he's vicious. And he actually has a good story. He, like, he, was, he got into boxing because his daughter was born with spina bifida, I believe. I probably said that wrong i'm sorry but yeah it's like some with her spine and like the medical bills were a lot and he was like driving a budweiser truck and so he just started amateur boxing and then he uh placed third in the olympics after, yeah he like, got a he got a bronze medal after a year and a half of boxing and like a lot wow. of fighters start when they're dumb young being trained by like their dad their dad or something floyd mayweather roy jones jr their fathers were like you're gonna fucking box yeah. Story. But Deontay Wilder, yeah, started in his 20s, won a bronze medal a year and a half in, uh, and is currently, you know, a world heavyweight champion, undefeated. It's like if you or it's like if any of us were like, I'm going to get into boxing and then uh, less than two years later, we're in the Olympics and we've placed top three. Like, I could never picture. I also don't have the physique of a Deontay Wilder. I'm not six, seven or even close to two. Oh, he's actually not too heavy for his height. He's only like 209, which is another thing that's like, how the fuck does he generate that power at 209? Exactly. 6'7", looking like Gumby, but we'll, bah, we'll fucking crack you. Scary shit. Scary shit. They generated through that back hip. Yeah. Drive through. Twerk. Twerk. Woo! Do you know uh, when the next fight is? There's supposed to be a rematch, or they need to schedule it. Do you know if they've scheduled one, Mike? Uh, Fury and Wilder? Yeah. I do not. I don't know. That's something I guess we'd uh, have to fact check, which uh, we are going to be notorious for not doing here on the Most Hated Podcast. Oh, yeah. And we're not experts of anything. Like I said, we're very great at knowing shit about sports, but we're not claiming to be experts on anything. We're going to fact check some shit, but yeah, for the most part, just soon shit. Do you want to look that up real quickly, Aaron, see like the talk about the next fight? Because that is some I'd lo- I love. Wilder Fury? Yeah. Love to see fucking um, Wilder and Fury because the thing is, Wilder knocked him out in the twelfth, and he rose like a zombie after being on the canvas for seven seconds, not moving. He looked dead almost. That's like if you're on the canvas at the seven count, it's that over. gives you no. Nah, that gives you three seconds to get up, get your hands up, and tell the ref you're good. And he did. And, and he, he rose did. from the dead. Was, it, was that not, like, how impressive was that to you? 
It was crazy to me. Even Deontay Wilder thought he had that match, that fight over with, and he was like, damn. His eyes went like bug-eyed when he saw him get up. If you see the clip, I swear to God, he's like, oh, wow, he actually did get up? Because, wow, you take a punch from him. I, I don't. I, I don't even want to know. I it was don't want to. It was a two-piece, dude. He got hit, and on the way down, he got clipped with that, you know, left oh, hook. Oh, so it was a combo. Oh, yes, he did. That's pre- <laughs> that's why I was like, holy fuck. The fact that he got up from that is astounding. Even more impressive. And he got knocked down earlier, too. And people still were like, I think he might have won the fight. I'm one of those people. I'm not going to lie. I thought Fury won the fight just because he... Like, wait, wait. What's that um, analogy you gave? Because it was amazing. So the way I view that fight is uh, like, you know, if a player in baseball goes five for five on the day. You know what I mean? Like with three singles and two doubles. Like he's making contact all day, had a perfect day. Deontay Wilder, in my eyes, is an individual that went like one for four with like a grand slam. Or like two for six, as you said, with a homer before too. He had right. a, he had a sloppy day, you know, playing the game, but he had a big hit. Yeah, put Deont- up the runs when they were needed. Deontay Wilder in that fight against Tyson Fury fought a very sloppy fight, but ended up knocking him down twice, which is big in boxing. It but is, and t- he. I'm sorry to interrupt you. He kind of, and we've talked about this before. He has a sloppy style, though. In general, do you not? Agree, like most fights, he's a bit sloppy. He was more sloppy that fight, I agree, but he kind of like just throws shit sometimes. Any boxing analyst will agree. Deontay Wilder's only looking for that big right. Yeah, but it's a vicious right. He's not technically sound. He doesn't really, you know, have the fundamentals. Like he can set up with the left and knock him out with the right. But fighters like Tyson Fury that know how to move and be, you know, that, you know, agile at, you know, 6'9", 270 pounds, like, whoa. What was uh, the Tom Schwartz, was that his name, Tom Schwartz? Yeah, Tom Schwartz, uh, Tyson Fury's last fight. and He uh, moved like Michael Jackson. He was just like, wow, he looked amazing. For 6'9", too, he's built like Thor. That shit was beautiful, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, guys, go on YouTube, look up, like, the highlights. I, wow. His head movement just baffled me, like, he, he couldn't be touched, and then he just does a little sidestep, and boom, he looked like a huge Loma, but Loma's a freak. Lomachenko is a killer. What are your thoughts on Loma? Lomachenko is I know boxing. you love Loma. I do, I do. Loma's a boxing wizard. Uh, started off uh, one and one in his professional career, which like many would say, like, oh, shit, like, we, don't know, we don't know what this guy's going to do. But ever since that loss to Salido... He's been undefeated and uh, is actually top of, uh, you know, his weight class. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you, like, also look up YouTube videos of him, wow, his hands are... You can't see them half the time when he's fighting. That's how fast they are. And that just scares me. And Mike Tyson has said on his podcast, and we love the Mike Tyson podcast. Yeah, Mike Tyson shout out Hot Boxing with Mike Tyson. Yes, yes. Um, he loves Lomachenko, too. He thinks Loma's a total freak, which he is. Which, if Tyson gives you that type of praise, you're definitely a boxing god of some sorts. Yeah, if Tyson thinks you're a great boxer, then you actually are a great boxer. What I think makes Lomachenko so good, though, is uh, I remember you telling me uh, his dad made him take dance lessons. 
for eight years, his dad, yeah, made him take like dance lessons. I'm not sure what type, but that definitely has to help your feet, you would think. Oh, and this is all prior to actually starting, you know, boxing. Yeah, it, it was required. It was like one of those prerequisites uh, or whatever. You you need to do this before you do this. In eight years of it, wow, paid off though. Shit, he's making millions. So he's love you, dad. Saying, <laughs> and uh, they're very disciplined. Those Eastern Europeans are like fucking checklist type of people they just get shit done and they're scary great fighters though a lot of them a lot of them are in the ufc too being the shit out of people yeah no i'm super excited to see you know how all these guys do and now time for our unofficial sponsors do you ever find yourself bored alone friday night dick in hand we'll replace that dick with a beer and what ails you cure for all your ailments they have liquor they have beer they have punani and they have dicks for chicks. And our second unofficial sponsor, we've got those dicks covered with Trojan Ultra Thins. The closest thing to raw Deezy, except not really. It's time for Flavor's Favorites, y'all. Let's do this shit. What do we got for me? Topic today are shoes. What are your favorites? When would you wear them? And what are they for? Okay. Number three, I'm going with my Kobe threes. Wore them throughout all of high school, and I fucking balled on most everyone. They're just lightweight, and um, I mean, I'm a natural-born baller. I really do kill it on the court for the most part, and that's why I had to wear Kobe's. And Kobe's an assassin. I love Kobe. People don't know that. I fucking love Kobe. I'm a Celts fan, too. Number two... Your ballet slippers? <laughs> I was thinking that. Um, no, I'm going to go with... Your Uggs? Hey, Tom Brady wears Uggs. I don't care. Tom Brady can wear Uggs. So I can't say shit about guys that wear Uggs, but I would otherwise. Okay, number two, I'm going with Tim's because I'm from New York. And when you were born in New York, you were born with a pair of Tim's right on your fucking uh, nutsack too. And uh, they're just killer. You can fucking curb stop someone pretty easily. Knock their teeth out with Tim's. Oh, quick little story. My dad always said he would have gone away from the police if he wasn't wearing his Tim's. It's actually how he lost his uh, front two teeth. He got tackled by the police wearing his Tim's. And he always says, I would have gone away if I wasn't wearing them. It's your fault, Pops. Uh, number one, these are my shag shoes. Uh, the bar <laughs> shoes. The let shit spray on them shoes. And that's the thing. If you're going to the bars, don't wear Yeezys. Don't be stupid. Bar shoes or shoes that are meant to get dirty can get cleaned easily. Chuck Taylors. The canvas is killer. Motherfucker's chasing me. Boom! I gotta go chase his bitch. Boom! What's the Addy? Boom! I'm already fucking there, dude. Call me Benny the Jet Rodriguez. Shout out Sandlot. That's what Chuck Taylors are for. Pulling in Punani and getting there in fucking, uh, in a reasonable time. I love Chuck Taylors. They're just lightweight, and if you're downtown, you're going to be walking everywhere. You don't want to have heavy fucking shoes. You don't want to have good shoes. They're going to get scuffed. You want Chuck Taylor's. Chuck Taylor, unofficial sponsor. It should have been sponsored earlier. Chuck Taylor, slap cheeks with ease. <laughs> Thank you, Aaron. That's my top three. All right. I think it's that time we wrap this up, Flava. I agree. we got a pregame to hit with some pretty ladies tonight. <laughs> this is the most hated podcast, and we're your most hated crew. I'm Mikey Prim. 
I'm Octavio Mateo. I'm Aaron Wells. Peace.